Happy Monday, family. Welcome to the She Praise podcast. I'm coming on here a little later in the day because my day got started rather abruptly, very quickly. Um, But we're going to always make time for prayer on this podcast. So thank you for joining me today. Thank you for setting aside time to bring your faith and link it with mine and believe God to do the miraculous. Believe him to do what only he can do. Um, As I was coming into prayer and I was talking with God and, and thinking on this, the word endings kept coming up for me. Um, I have mentioned several times on this podcast a book that I read called Necessary Endings by Dr. Henry Cloud. And I read that book back in 2019. And it really did give me a fresh perspective on relationships. And when you hear the title, you automatically assume that he's teaching you how to end relationships. But that's not all the book is about. The book is about ending cycles ending habits, ending ways and uh, ways of thinking and ending relationships. And so um, that book always comes to mind when I hear the word endings. And so I think that it is appropriate for us to pray about that. Heavenly Father, we always want to say thank you before we begin to ask for anything, because we know that you have been good to us. We know that you've been faithful to us. We know that even though there have been times you've had to chasten us and correct us and allow us to experience some things, we still say thank you because we know, Father, that your correction is to help us. Your redirecting us is to help us. Your loving on us in a way that doesn't necessarily bring about uh, feelings of goodness and cheer initially always works out for our good. And we thank you for that. We thank you that you are a God who is long suffering. We thank you that you are a God who is patient and generous with your mercy and with your grace. We thank you, Father, that you are a God who is full of compassion and that you're always a safe place for us to come to. No matter what condition we're in, whether we're on our mountaintops and feeling whole and like we can conquer the world or whether we have hit rock bottom and feel like everything has come apart and we have come to our end, we know that there is still space and opportunity to come to you. And so we say thank you. We thank you, Father, that you know what we need before we even ask. For your word declares that we don't really know what we ought to be praying for, but we say thank you that we serve a God who does. You have been mighty to save in our life. And we say thank you. Father, we come to you now and we uh, lift up our hearts to you because we're coming to the end of a of a year. Many of us are coming to maybe the end of a pregnancy, maybe the end of a marriage, maybe the end of living in a home or working at a job or living in a certain place and space. We know, Father, that change is always happening everywhere at all times. And we know, Father, that you are aware of all of it. And so we come to you with our endings today. Whether we are ending a relationship, whether we are ending a friendship, whether we are ending bad habits, Father, we want to begin to lay them at your feet. We want to begin to trust you, Father, though it may be scary. We want to begin to trust you, though it may be uncomfortable. Because we know, Father, that just because something has come to an end, it doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. 
It doesn't mean that that ending isn't necessary. For your word declares that to everything under the sun, there is a season. That means that there's a season for it to grow and there is a season for it to die. There is a season to laugh and then there is a season to mourn. There is a season to gather stones and then there is a season to scatter stones. There's a season to mend and there is a season to tear. There is a season to embrace and there is a season to refrain from embracing. And so, Father, we want to know from you what season we're in so that we can prepare as we come to the ending. Many times, Father, we don't realize that we frustrate ourselves because we're holding on to something or someone or some ideal that you have long since declared dead. You have long since declared it should be cut off. It should be cut down. It should be pruned. But because it is familiar for us, because it is something we've always done, something we can always fall back on, we've held on to it for far too long and it's prevented us from growing. It's prevented us from changing. It's prevented us from reaching the next level of whatever it is you have us assigned to do. And so, Father, we give that ending to you today. We give our um, hesitation about it to you. We give our fears about it to you as we come to this ending of this new year of, of this year and into the new one. Whatever trepidation, whatever hesitation, whatever fear we're holding on to, Father, we give it to you. Whatever doubts we've been holding, we always say we're going to do this and that in the new year. But then we find ourselves in the in the year that we said we were going to do that thing in the very same place that we were the year before. Or at the start of the year, we're praying against self-sabotaging habits in the name of Jesus. We're praying against things that are no longer good for us. They are good, but they're no longer good for us. Please remove it, Father. We're praying in this season that whatever fears seek to arise, whatever harassing thoughts seek to come into our mind, that you would capture them, Father, and bring them under your obedience in the name of Jesus. Help us, Father, to think about what we are thinking about and force unhealthy, ungodly, not true thoughts out of our minds in the name of Jesus. Help us, Father, to remain present. Help us to deal with and play the hand that we have been dealt with what we have present right now. Help us, Father, to stop letting our minds and our thoughts and our dreams and our goals run away from us so much to the point to where we become anxious and we become obsessive and we become um, distracted. For if we believe that to everything is a season, then it's going to happen in your timing, Father. And it's going to happen by way of the people you choose, Father. And it's going to come by way that you choose because you are a God that makes a way. You are a God who knows before we even ask for it. And so, Father, I pray now that whatever has hindered us from moving to that next stage, to that next level, to that next dimension, to that next level of anointing, I pray that it be removed in the name of Jesus. We pray against low self-esteem and we pray against comparisons 
not just comparing to one another, but comparing to where we thought we would be at this age, at this time, at this stage in our career. Just stop it in the name of Jesus. Help us to be content. Help us to sit with our feelings. Help us to understand our feelings. Help us to work toward conflict resolution instead of abandoning everything and everybody all the time in the name of Jesus. Let all of that come to an end in Jesus name. And help us to find our courage again. Help us to find hearts of compassion again. We used to enjoy one another. We used to laugh with one another. We used to love on one another. But now there's so much division. Now we're we're offended about everything all the time, every day. Father, release us from the spirit of offense. Release us from thinking that we have something to prove to anybody when we've been approved by you, Father. We've been approved by God. So we don't have to prove ourselves to anybody about anything at any time. Release us from this nudging, from this pushing, from pride to just think that we have to show everybody and tell everybody and everybody has to agree or everybody has to be on board. Or if they're not, they're this or they're that. Just deliver us, dear God. Let it come to an end in the name of Jesus. Let pride come to an end. Let anger come to an end. Let um, low self-esteem come to an end. Let lack of accountability come to an end. Let blame shifting and smear campaigning, let it come to an end. Let gossiping come to an end in the name of Jesus. Let excuses, excuses of why we don't go to church, excuses of why we're not serving, excuses of why we're not giving, excuses of why we don't apologize, excuses of why we're not dating anymore, excuses of why we can't lose weight, excuses of why we're not saving. Let them die in the name of Jesus because God has created us for more. God has created us to be a fruitful and to multiply his good works, his good fruit. And so I pray, Father, that that all the things that we're we're gathering along our, our, our journey in this life, things we're picking up, you never told us to pick up. We've gotten on a journey you never told us to be on. We're at jobs you never told us to be on. We're with people you never told us to be. We're acting in ways. We're drinking things. We're smoking things. We're trying things. We're watching things that you have no hand in, God. I pray that it come to an end in the name of Jesus. And I pray, Father, that we pick our love for you back up. That we turn our hearts back to you. That we would find ourselves not only praying, but praying and fasting. That we would find ourselves serving in a local church because we need community. Yes, we know we've been hurt. The pastors have been hurt. The first ladies have been hurt. The deacons have been hurt. The children's teachers have been hurt. Everybody's been hurt. There isn't a living human being on the face of this earth that has not been here for some time that has not experienced hurt. But God declares that he is with us, that he can heal us, that he can strengthen us. He says the work must go forth. Now, maybe not in that same place. And we're certainly not advocating for violence. If you're talking about hurting, we don't advocate for domestic violence. We don't advocate uh, or, or we're not uh, for people physically abusing or narcissistic abuse or child abuse. We rebuke all of that evil and wicked spirit in the name of Jesus. We're not talking about hurt. We're not talking about somebody being violated. That's wrong. That is sin. And it's wicked. It's evil. And we pray that those who have done such things caused division, caused abuse, caused people to be uh, um, 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 
traumatized by spiritual abuse. I pray that the Lord deal with them mightily and mercifully in the name of Jesus. But what I'm talking about is that our feelings are hurt. And sometimes our feelings are hurt because it was the truth. It wasn't hurt because it wasn't the truth. It was hurt because we only want, we have an expectation of the church being perfect. We have an expectation of having everything answered the way that we want it to be answered when we want it to be answered because we want to tell God what to do. We don't want God to tell us what to do, but God declares that he's coming back for his church. And that doesn't mean he's coming back for a building, but he is coming back for the church. And if we're not going to be in the building, then are we praying? Are we hearing the word? Are we doing the word? Are we sharing the gospel of Christ? Are we encouraged in the word? Have we served? Has we kept, have we kept meat in God's house, though he's kept meat in our house? And so, Father, I pray that we do away with excuses. That yes, you've been hurt. Yes, you were wrong. Nobody's saying that it wasn't wrong. Nobody's saying that they were right. But what we are saying is that God never told us to forsake it. He said, do not forsake it. And so I pray that we turn our hearts back to God. Help us to be aware of the things that we're picking up that are not of God. And I know that people feel all kinds of ways because we want to have a dibble and dabble in every little thing, but we got to be strong and stand on the word of God. God declares that witchcraft is an abomination. He declares it horoscopes and crystals and manifesting and thinking that we can speak things into existence. God is the only one that had nothing and spoke it into something. Be careful what we dibble and dab in. Be careful of what you give your ear to. For if faith can come by hearing, so can failure. So can witchcraft. So can deception in the name of Jesus. So we're praying that God's children come back. Come back to the narrow path that leads to life. Come back. The only hope is Jesus Christ. The only hope he is the way he is the truth. He is the life. Let him in wherever you left him. Let him in so that you can begin again. It's never too late to begin again. It's never too late to turn around, to change course. Our God is faithful. Our God is loving. Our God is holy. Our God is true. Everything God says and does is right and it's true. Just because it doesn't make sense to us doesn't mean that it's not of God. He sees the whole thing. He has the whole world in his hand. He knows what he's about. He knows what he's doing. He knows you better than you know you. And so I pray now in the name of Jesus that we forge ahead with confidence, that we forge ahead with compassion and love and patience Help us to examine our lives and allow God to examine our hearts to see if we are in the faith. Help us, dear God, to spend time with you in your word and to live your word. Help us, dear God, to control what we think and control what we speak. We don't have to say something about everything all the time. We are not the answer to our own problems. Help us, God, to see more of you in us, in our home. I pray the peace of God be in our home. I pray the strength of God, the character of God live and thrive within us in the name of Jesus. I pray that we are unified. I pray that we are lovable and likable, that the joy of the Lord is our strength and that it shine through. I pray that when we have bad days, that we not equate that to a bad life, that when we go through heartbreak, that we not stay broken, but that as we call out to God, he declares that he draws near to the brokenhearted. I pray that you stir our faith up, Father. 
For hearing prayer and hearing the word of God profits us nothing if we do not mix it with faith. And so, Father, I pray now move through this podcast, break chains, tear down walls, come against misconception, come against lies, come against schemes, come against double mindedness, come against half heartedness in the name of Jesus. Put it to an end so that the goodness of God can flourish so that the progress of God in the earth can flourish through his chosen vessels, which are his sons and his daughters. God did not make a mistake. He is perfect and he is holy. Everything God does is right and it is good. And if we can keep a firm grip on our faith and a firm grip on our God, we will be victorious. So, Father, we thank you for hearing our prayers. We thank you, Father, for not only hearing our prayers, but answering our prayers. You're so mighty that you can answer our prayers as we are asking them. And we say thank you. Thank you, Father, for being so very good to us. Thank you for being so faithful to us. Thank you for protecting us from things that we did not know were on their way. Thank you, Father, for every good and perfect gift comes from you and from you alone. And with it comes no sorrow. And so we say thank you, Father. And we bless you, Father. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to encourage you to like, to share, to leave a review of the prayer. And also, if you need more prayer, there are over 150 prayers on here. I believe you will find what you are looking for and God will move on your heart like never before. Keep the faith and I will see you here next week on Monday. God bless you.